It's a straight up dumpster fire and we prove it again week after week. Welcome to uh, Dumpster Fire Sports. Week five of the NFL. I'm your boy BG. He's Shark Daddy. What up, Shark Daddy? Shark Dizzle? What up? JK NKC. Now, Joe, typically you like to do that streaming, but I haven't seen much action on the Twitch channel. What's the deal, dude? The audience is dying to know. We had to uh, we had to back down the streaming a little bit. We're not doing it daily anymore. We're going uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, 4 to 6, and then we're getting up early Saturday, Sunday, going 6 to 9 a.m. That's not bad. You got a yeah. schedule. Your wife lets you play video games that much? <laughs> <laughs> They've only got one kid, Steve, and the and the kid can't even roll over yet. Fair enough. Fair enough. Man, so, he is like two thirds of the way there. Kind of freaking yeah. me out a little bit. Three yeah, weeks old, should. already about to roll over. He mm-hmm. in front of you while you play a game, and he doesn't mm-hmm. to worry about it. Yeah, you listen. It's easy living right now. Yeah, if it, every once in a while you have a blowout diaper, but bro, that's nothing. Wait till you get you know. A junior high kid talking back to you. <laughs> it's good living where you're at. All right. First, uh, I want to talk about our week five listener league. Uh, up top was our friend uh, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Kelsey with the big win, 185 points. Ooh. Dak Prescott. I know. Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper. Uh, I believe she had... Yep, the bring it back with Odell Beckham Jr. Get this. She had 190 points with 1.8 from Logan Thomas and two from Jacksonville's defense. It's a heck of a lineup, huh? Right. I mean, that proves to everybody that you don't have to hit everywhere to win decently. And paying super low at that tight end spot, get punting at tight end or... Defense isn't always a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, you can take a 1.8 if you get 40 from three other players. Right. I um, think I think there was a millionaire maker that won this year with a goose egg from their tight end. That's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's she uh cheating. <laughs> exactly. It's all rigged. Um second place, Brave Sacker with 175. I came in third. Just out of the cash, I believe they call that the bubble with 159. I played Joe Mixon, which was nice. I played who we talked about here, uh, Mike Davis on the super cheap, ended up with 22. I took a five from Tyler Higby. Um, DJ Moore, what happened there? He got 8.9. Robbie Anderson fell off on me for 17.9. But I did beat Joe. Joe with 146. With the uh, Marvin Jones, Galladay, Stafford stack. Yeah, man. Trying to go a little off the wall last week. Uh, man, let me t- let me say I accidentally put that in cash games and it killed my weekend. Did it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe, probably the killer there was Kamara, who only had... Uh, 20 points. I know 20 points is a lot, but not for him. Not when you pay 8,000, right? I mean, when you're paying up for guys like that, it's not a killer if they go two and a half X. Um, it's more the killers when you're paying like the four and five K guys and they're not hitting what they need to hit. Seems like a bit of a reach. Isn't New Orleans defense pretty good? Marvin Jones and Galladay. I was looking for a shootout, man. Okay. I, I don't I'm know what else to tell you. I think that I think the total in that game was pretty high. 
No, it was. It was 35-29, so 65 total, 64 total scored. Uh, Dolo, welcome to the Listener League, in at number five, and then Shark Daddy, in at six, Steve, Henderson, and Drake looking very icy. Now, I want to ask you about Nick Foles. You did have Nick Foles in there. I thought Big Dick Nick would come out and have a good game. <laughs> I did too. Um, he did not. No, not at all. I'm, if he was playing like he did tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did have Metcalf, who didn't gr- do great. Your best play was Dalvin Cook, 31 points. Greg Olson at 8.5, not great at the tight end spot. That's rough. Uh, CeeDee Lamb. Steve, you had C.D. Lamb, 12% owned in this listener league, 25 points, not bad. Uh, in at number seven, Wakeboarder, 1023, not new to the listener league, but not last place. So props to Wakeboarder. And then down at the bottom of the barrel, clear down there, your buddy Jake with 106.66. One, two, three, four, five Frosties for him including Tyler Lockett, who killed me, DJ Moore. Brandon Cooks with a zero. He must have been a Dairy Queen when setting up his lineup. <laughs> he, was, he was super frosty. Hey, we're running it back again. It's only a dollar. We had eight entries last time. Hopefully we see everybody run it back and share it and join us. Uh, see if Wakeboarder can't get a dub this week. All right, let's go ahead. We're going to pick um, a game each. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the plays that we like on it. And then maybe we'll talk some chalk if we can figure that out. Up first, Big Doe Joe. Uh, what game are you looking at? Uh, I'm liking this Carolina and Atlanta game this week. Um, it is a 54-point total, uh, which is just ridiculous. Maybe it's 55 even. Uh, the... Atlanta Falcons are favored by one and a half points. So Vegas thinks this is going to be a high scoring shootout and neither team is looking like a blowout, which a lot of the other higher scoring games this weekend are looking like blowouts. Um, And realistically, you can stack either side of the ball here. Uh, You can stack Matt Ryan with Calvin Ridley. It looks like we're not going to have Julio Jones. So Calvin's definitely going to be the number one guy. Um, You can, Throw in Gage, you can throw in Zacchaeus, who is bare minimum price, 3K, got a ridiculous amount of targets last week and just ruined my Sunday night, Monday night, whenever they were on because I had all the Calvin Ridley who bageled. Uh, Or you can run it with Carolina and throw out Teddy Two Gloves out there with uh, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, or Mike Davis again, who still seems to be underpriced for the amount of work that he is getting week in and week out. Right now, I, I I find that kind of interesting myself. What every week, Mike Mike Davis, I'm like, really? He's that? I feel like he produces every week. Well, I think on some level it is a scheme. I'm not saying that MCC isn't the man or whatever, but you still kind of have that offense set up to deal with that type of running back, right? Well, that's the thing. Christian McCaffrey is a beast, obviously, but. They just slotted Mike Davis into basically 90% of the role that Christian McCaffrey had. And he's two thirds of the price. I mean, he's 6.4K. We were paying 10K for Christian McCaffrey last year. Like, it just seems like it's too good of a deal. Why but not he's, play he's him? Not, he's not putting up McCaffrey numbers. 
Brings Ooh, he's, putting up, he's putting up great numbers for 6.4K. Yeah. I mean, so far, 22, 23, and 15. That's not bad. I mean, yeah. For 6.8, he's certainly getting three times. Um, okay. I want to ask you, though, about the uh, wide receiver from Atlanta. Uh, what's his Zacchaeus? Yeah. So he kind of came out of nowhere. How do you? How are we making this a good choice and not recency bias because he had 16 points? Because the previous two weeks, two and eight, you know, right. a bunch of people not going to go, oh, two, eight, 16, it's going to be 32 this week. I do math. Well, watch it. Watch it. <laughs> the only reason that this dude is a good play is because Julio is going to be out. He, for whatever reason, the Atlanta Falcons have in their head that six foot three, 220 pound Julio Jones going out means you bring in this Zacchaeus kid. That's like five foot, nothing 180, And he just runs the exact same routes and basically takes over every bit of Julio's work. So, well, it's because the defense now are just focusing in on Ridley. So he kind of runs free. Right. But I mean, if, if, if he's going to come in and get, all of Julio's routes and two thirds of his targets, half of his targets for minimum price. I mean, it seems like it's going to be a smash play. Oh, I agree. agree. Any of those like three or four number of receivers for Atlanta, it's probably pretty good play. Don't you think he's going to be 70% owned? No, no, no way. There, there's no way that he's going to be 70% owned. I think pricing is somewhat soft this week. I also think there's other people down in that range. Um, just a wide receiver that will take some ownership off of him. Wow. Okay. Zacchaeus, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you're, uh, you're happy about that. Cause you just talked me into him. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying play him, him everywhere. I definitely would not play him in cash. So when he has a, uh, icicle next to him, you, you can play <laughs> Joe. Yeah. But even I if mean, he is, he's 3K and he is not killing your lineup when he's not bringing you nine points. I mean, whether whether he scores zero this week or gets to his 3X at nine, either way, he's not making or breaking your lineup. If he's super low owned and he gets you another 18, 20 point game or whatever, he could be a slate breaker, but he's not going to kill you by any means. I mean, you're right. And I will say, look at Russell Gage. Who whose targets have dropped off. You know, he had 12, 9, 3, and 3. What's doing there? I think he was dealing with some kind of injury somewhere in there as well. But, uh, I mean, and back to the Zacchaeus play real quick. The reason that you play these guys is so that you can play the bigger studs in other positions. So, right. it's not so much what Zacchaeus gets you. It's what he allows you to do with the rest of your lineup. So because I'm not spending, you know, because I'm saving 2000 3000 I can pay up for somebody else. If the dude gets me nine points, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're basically, you're going from, if you save two grand by playing him, you're going from playing a 6.7 K or 6.5 K Miles Sanders up to a Zeke, and then you can upgrade a receiver, or you can go all the way from a Todd Gurley, who I 
don't love, but he's playing Carolina this weekend, so I'll probably have him somewhere all the way up to a Zeke. I mean, same thing at wide receiver. You could you just you get two grand extra salary to go up from a mid tier guy to an upper tier guy if you want. Sold to Joe with the great Zacchaeus tout. Oh boy. Carry it, bro. Carry it. I'm with <laughs> it. I don't know. It makes sense to me. Um all right, Steve, what game are you looking at this week? Do you have one picked out? Uh, yeah, I had a couple. Um, I'm kind of liking the Dallas Giants game. Mm. Um, just because, I mean, it's a rivalry game, I guess you could call it. Sure. Um, and, I mean, the Cowboys, Dak's just gunning it left and right. Yep. And so I think I actually like – the Giants quarterback play kind of just because I think they'll be in catch-up mode, so they'll be tossing a lot. Mm-hmm. And they have kind of cheap receivers as well. And yeah. I like yeah. some of the games when you have receivers that are cheap and they have to play catch-up, you know. They might get junkyards. Yep. Now, here's my question, though. It is a big total the over-under, right at 54-55, depending on where you look. Obviously, Dallas is like a nine-point favorite, so you don't expect the Giants to score as much. Joe, is it kind of a similar situation, though, because Daniel Jones is 2,000 less? You still think he's going to get a bunch of points. It saves you room for other spots. Yeah, it's definitely one of those situations where you're paying down uh, for a position you get to pay up somewhere else, but this is my one thing about this game this week that kind of concerns me. One, we have only seen Dallas play from behind this year. They have led for literally seven plays. And that's wow. it. So okay. the reason that Dak Prescott is about to break every passing record in the NFL is because they've been down by 10, 15, 20 points in the fourth quarter, and they just drop him back every single time and throwing it. So I don't know that. I mean, if Their defense sucks, true. But is the is the Giants' offense good enough to take advantage of that crappy defense? Interesting. Well, I think it's kind of a rivalry game, and they're second right now, and they see this as an opportunity. Well, here's the other thing: how slow can the Cowboys play it? Right, because throwing to Zeke is such a big part of their game. I just don't know how much they can slow down. Um, so, Joe, if you were going to take a side or a stack in this game, who you taking? Do you like Steve's uh, angle of? Do you like Steve's angle of? Hey, the Giants are going to be playing from behind, so they're going to have to be winging it. I think the Giants will definitely be playing from behind in this game. If I'm taking a side, I. I honestly think Dak is going to be super high owned this week. And I don't think that he should be because I think they're going to be playing from ahead. Uh, So I think if you're going to game stack this game, then you go um, like maybe go Danny dimes with Evan Ingram and Darius Slayton, and then have the run back be Zeke. Because if they're up, you're thinking he's going to get 20, 25 touches on the ground and probably still catch four or five balls at least. So this could be Zeke's first breakout game of the year. He gets the 100-yard bonus, gets a couple touchdowns, and just goes ridiculously ham. So what about Devonta Freeman? Recent pickup, um, what do you expect out of him? He I don't know what to expect out of Devonta 10. Freeman. 
I mean, they obviously like him. They've picked him up for a reason. Steve, where are you at on Devonta Freeman? He used to ball out, right? Right. And players like that, it's hard. Like, it's hit or miss. I mean, I feel like he could have a big game, big game at any moment just because yes. he's a vet, you know? Yes. And if they actually like, hey, let's give him the ball this game. I mean, right. But then again, it's like, how much tread does he have on those tires? Right. <laughs> I mean, the guy was unemployed for the first, what, three weeks of the season for a reason? Two, three weeks of the season? He had a bad agent, that's why. Yeah, exactly. I mean, 11 carries for 33 yards. Yeah, but that was his second week with the team. You got to ease him in. All right. He didn't Barkley wasn't doing anything behind that line. (laughs) So, So you like Darius Slayton. He's on the – listen, you could have a pretty cheap stack with the Giants, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you, right. I mean, if you run the the giant stack, you can definitely pay up some other places, mm-hmm. which is great. Right. But do they get there? Um, I'm going to do something that I typically don't do. Normally, I stay away from Chiefs games just because I feel like the homer. It, right, man. The homer in me, I just have a problem, and and I can't see straight. But I don't know. This one looks juicy. Let me call up Steve's point about a rivalry game. Um, you know, I think that the Chiefs, Vegas uh, are always interesting. You know, the Raiders and the Chiefs are always interesting games. It's a pretty high total, but the Chiefs are just supposed to run all over the Raiders. Um, I think the Raiders are actually going to put up a decent fight here. Um, the, I guess my problem with this Game is the same thing I have with all games. Um, with the Chiefs, there's just so many weapons. But the one thing is, the Raiders, I mean, they're, they're passing. Um, their run defense is horrible. Their pass defense uh, is horrible. So they're de- but, horrible. Yes. <laughs> but the Chiefs, here's the thing. The Chiefs passing defense is actually really good, which I think puts Josh Jacobs in a good spot. I do think the Chiefs are such a big favorite. They're going to run the ball a lot. So I like both the running backs in this game. Um, It should be interesting. You know, typically the Chiefs don't do well against running backs, but they did last week. Um, Where are you guys at on this game? Who do you like? Any plays in there? I I like the mean – I'm Homer, so I like the Chiefs. Mahomes is fourteen and one in interconference play. I have a feel. I have a feeling he'll have a big game because, like, I mean, he's had good games, but which are like season games, like really good games for like in the season for some quarterbacks. For him, they're like ho hum. Yeah. So I think this might be the game when he has like five touchdowns. Well, you know, his ownership's going to be down because I think people expect so much out of him, and he hasn't been having these massive games, 20, 27, 20. Um, so I do like the running backs. And you, the thing is, if you play CEH, he's still getting his catches. I mean, six, eight targets in a couple games. Um, he didn't have a great game against the Patriots. Uh, he only had 12 points, but he still had 19 touches, targets, and running attempts. Joe, where are you at? I mean, I definitely like uh, CEH in this game. 
Um, man, I, the, the only concern I have about Josh Jacobs is if the Chiefs get out to a big lead here, I'm I'm worried that the, the Raiders just completely ditched the run game and then Josh Jacobs is not a factor, basically. I mean, he he has had four, four, three, and six targets, three, 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 and four receptions. Right. Which, I mean, I know that's not a lot, but yeah, I mean, that's great, but I mean, that's three, four points a week, right. and then whatever yardage he gets off that. So, I mean, I I think he's definitely in play because the Chiefs are just such a complete dumpster fire against. Um, running backs, running backs, and they have been for forever. So for all we know, I mean, he could break a couple of big ones and he's gone and you're set for the day. I just have other running backs in that price range that I, I think I like a little more this week. Same thing. And the same question I always have with the chiefs, you know, I'll stack the chiefs. So I'll put Tyreek, Nicole Hardman, Kelsey, and then what do they do? They come out and throw to the goddamn left tackle no, the, <laughs> and and a forward pass to the fullback. Um, who do you like on the Chiefs? Tyreek at 6,900 um, still seems pretty pricey for as boomer bust as he is. Sammy Watkins is uh, kind of appealing. His targets have been a little more steady this season. He's at 4,500. Um, Steve thinks the quarterback – your boy Mahomes may go off. Who do you like here besides CEH, Joe? Uh, you know, I actually I don't mind Tyreek as much as I used to. I, I don't think he's as much of a boomer bust guy as we like to think of him as. Um, obviously, his, his stats have been buoyed a little bit by touchdowns this year because he has one in every game. But, I mean, he's, he's consistently 15, 21, 21, 16. So at, at this 7K price range, if he's going to guarantee me 16 points, I don't hate it. Um, that said, I, I think Travis Kelsey is my go-to guy this week if I'm taking a Chiefs receiver. Dig this, though. So wide receivers listed for um, Vegas – there's not a lot of good options there if they are trying to throw the ball. Hunter Renfro, Nelson Aguilar, uh, Zay Jones. 3,600, 4,900, 3,000. How, how, many, how many targets has Aguilar had? Um, Aguilar, total? More like four, three. So nine total over four weeks. Um, actually, against Buffalo, he was 3,500 and got um, four targets, four catches, um, and a return touchdown, 14 points. Um, so, Ruggs, they have, um, but Ruggs has been out a couple weeks. Yeah, he's coming back off injury right now. Um, but the first two weeks of the season, he had a total of eight targets. Um, Keelan Doss, who I like, but... Just because I uh, I'm a big fan of a hard knocks, I mean I don't know who the Raiders are going to be throwing to Nelson right. Aguilar. Well, that's the thing. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like I want to know about him because he's the only like real vet person you know of. People try to act like Vegas is something this year. Vegas ain't any dude. Vegas, the Raiders are still the Raiders. Oh, Trash. Raider it up. 
Trash. I think I think Dale, Darren Waller gets all the targets for that mm-hmm. team. I mean, the one week that he had less than eight targets, he was playing against New England, and we all know that New England likes to take away the number one option on nope. an, on an offense. So he got four targets that week, but every other week, week one he had eight. Week two against New Orleans, he had 16, and then last week he had 12. Yeah, I think if you're doing this game, you stack Kansas City, run it back with Waller, yeah, and just expect the, the Chiefs to run over the Raiders. Let's talk cash, Joe. Give us some locks, bro. Bring us them sweet, sweet locks. Who's the chalk this week? Who are the good plays? Who who can I not avoid this week? The chalk isn't always the good plays. So let's get that out of the way real quick. Um, Listen, here's the thing, though. I know you say that, but at least if I'm doing what everybody else is doing, I'm at least in a in a lane where I'm seeing the same things. Doesn't yes, it's not always the best play, but at least I, you know, am not out here on an island being yeah. crazy. Yeah. No, you are. I know I am. <laughs> That's why I lose all the time. Dumpster fire hashtag. Um, so who are who are the good plays then, Joe? Let's do that. Who are the good plays? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I want to know who you guys like too. Like, who's your guys' favorite quarterback this week? Favorite quarterback of the week. Um, are you running it back with Foles this week, Steve? No. No. Um, I'm playing right now. I can't do that. Oh, yeah, that's true. While we record this. Right. I don't know, man. I do think Mahomes... See, I'm trying not to be a homer. I sound like a homer, but I do like Mahomes versus um, everybody else versus the Raiders. Mahomes and the Chiefs have the highest implied team total of the week at 33 because they're such big favorites. And I think kind of like I said about Dallas, the Chiefs are a team that don't slow down a whole lot. You know, I mean, they'll still throw the ball. They'll still run it up some, especially on the Raiders. Um, so I still like Mahomes. Kyler Murray, who looks like at this point he's going to play Tuesday night. Not Kyler Murray. I'm sorry. What am I? Josh Allen, who looks like he might play Tuesday night at this point against Tennessee. I mean, I have him in season long. The dude is just a monster. You want points? The dude puts up points. He's like a good old boy, just gonna get back there and like sling it. Or I'm just gonna put my body on the line. I'm a I'm a big fan. I'm not saying he's a great play because he's like second most expensive this week, but I'd I'd trust him over Dak. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, Joe. I mean- Steve, let's go to you, and then we'll go to Joe for the reasonable plays. Who do you like? Uh, quarterbacks. For some reason, I like Jones from uh, the Giants this week, just because I think like it's gonna be a high scoring game and he's gonna have to be slinging it. And this might be like his one game of the season. He does good. I'm not mad at that, Joe. Where you at? I mean, on he's cheap as hell. He is, yes. I mean, if you want cheap as hell, you could go down to Kyle Allen. I wouldn't recommend it, but Who's he's four point one k. So Kyle Allen's starting for uh, Haskins this week against the Rams. I'm playing him. I mean, you definitely got to throw him (laughs) in there, right? You got to play him. Um, He's going to be low owned. 
right? I mean, he should be. He's he's not good. He's not a good quarterback. Uh, or maybe, I mean, but, or maybe you play Alex Smith because he is benched, and Smith comes in and dominates. Yeah, man, you got more money than I do to throw at this <laughs> stuff if you're playing backups. <laughs> Who do you like, Joe? Quit holding out on the quarterback. Uh, I mean. I don't mind Danny Dimes against that awful Dallas defense just because he's so cheap. Um, if you're looking to kind of pay up a little more, I'm I'm kind of hesitant to say it, but I kind of like playing Deshaun Watson this week now that uh, Bill O'Brien is out of the picture. I like that idea too. Um, <clears throat> freshness. Yeah. I, I honestly think that my favorite quarterback this week is – uh, Teddy Throzevelt, Mr. Teddy Two Gloves, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater yeah. against an awful Atlanta defense. Uh, too easy guys to sack with him with Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. Um, you could throw Mike Davis in there if you wanted instead of one of those two. But uh, I think that's my favorite guy this week. Teddy Two Gloves. Yeah. He is on the cheap. All right. Let's talk. Um, let's talk about running backs. Uh, McKinnon, is this his week? Here's somebody I picked up in season long. How do you feel about Jeff Wilson Jr.? Is he going to get enough touches to make it worth it? He had 12 one week with three targets against the Giants, but then kind of not so much became uh, what we expect out of him. Where are you at on Jarek McKinnon this week? I'm a little worried about Mostert coming back. Okay. Because I've heard that I've heard rumblings that he's either practicing or getting close to coming back. So if if Mostert's back, I'm completely out on McKinnon. But if Mostert isn't back, you're talking about 14 runs, eight targets, seven receptions. McKinnon doesn't look that bad this week, huh? Oh, yeah. If, if most of it's still out by the time Sunday rolls around, I'll definitely have some McKinnon in my lineup. And I think he's a really good play at 5.8K if he's going to be the lead back. And uh, let me go back one more time to the homer in me. Um, CEH with the Chiefs is $1,000 cheaper than Zeke. And it wouldn't surprise me any week that he outscores um, Zeke. The 30th best rushing defense for Vegas as opposed to the Giants uh, rushing defense is actually decent. They're ranked 11 right now. So I would also let me throw in um, some love for CEH. Steve, who do you like at running back this week? Um, So I kind of, which turned out to bite me in the ass last week. (laughs) Do you like, some reason I like Drake this week. Just because no. none of like touches he gets, like, but I also like Kareem Hunt. Yes, because I think that the Browns are finding their identity with their run. Well, and it, with um, Chubb Nick Chubb still, be yes, right. Yes. And so yeah. I think Andy's very good in the passing game. Yes, I kind of I like Kareem Hunt this week. I'm not. I like Kareem Hunt. Um, it kills me that uh, Nick Chubb is out. The one thing is Indiana's uh, Indianapolis's uh, defense is decent. I'm listen, man, Drake. I don't know why everybody loves Drake. Now, eventually, I'm going to keep saying this, and the dude is going to come through 
and have a great week, but he's just not done half of what people expected. Am I wrong there, Joe? No. I mean, if he can't do it against Carolina, who's got like the worst defense against running backs in the history of life, uh, I mean, this dude just, he's not going to get it done. He's going to have that one great game that we are all like, we're all going to be wishing that we were on him. But until that happens, I am off of him. I mean, he got 13 carries last week for 35 yards against an awful run defense. So at this point, I, I just can't, I can't click the button. Yeah, I, I don't know what my problem is with him, but not a fan. Uh, if we're talking about wide receivers, I think we kind of already covered the stacks. We're looking at that uh, Houston stack, maybe the Carolina um, stack. What'd you say, Joe? Robbie Anderson? I, I like Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore this week. They're both kind of mid-tier. Uh, they're like 5.9 at 6K. Um both of them are uh, pretty high on my list of people I'm going to be playing this week. I think you could uh, stack the Chiefs, but good luck picking out who's going to get them touches and them touchdowns when they throw something to the goddamn center this week. <laughs> All right. You're going to be super pissed off when you do it. All right, let's talk. Uh, let's talk tight ends. I love tight ends. And I've been known to play double tight ends, which Joe absolutely hates. Um, yeah, Joe's talking about. Dude. I'm just saying, in most offenses, those guys are guaranteed touches. Um, who are we looking at as far as uh, tight ends go? Who do we like? For me this week, I really like the Colts tight end. Yeah, yeah. Just because I feel like Philip Rivers loves his tight end, and it's a pretty good matchup. Like it's a team not very good against tight ends. Mo Alley Cox, cheap as hell. Yep. I don't know if you have, if you guys have heard, but uh, he used to be a basketball player. Right. Okay. Post him up. That's all that <laughs> anybody in any broadcast ever says is, "Oh, this tight end, he used to be a basketball player." Well, Every what happened? Time he's on the field. Kind what like happened? Billy Graham. Yeah, Tony Gonzalez, Antonio yeah. Gates. What happened to a uh, Jack Doyle? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he used to ball out, right? He has injury problems, and then he has that problem with the white gene. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true. That's That'll do it. That really, trust me. Um, all right, let's look at uh, Jacksonville's really bad against the tight end. Darren Fells, Jordan Akins, Atlanta, really bad against the tight end. But again, there's no real tight end. You know who's 30th? Against the tight end, Las Vegas, which makes Kelsey really appealing. But again, it's tough to pay that $6,400 uh, unless you're looking at the week he played the Chargers when he scored 24 points off uh, 14 targets, nine receptions, and a touchdown. Um, what do we think about Kelsey? The dude's going to get his targets and catches, right? Definitely. I mean, I definitely love Kelsey this week. I, I like Fanta for tight end this week in general. You do? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think Kittle's in a good spot. I think Kelsey's in a good spot. Mark Andrews is in a good spot. Darren Waller's in a good spot. Johnny Smith's in a good spot if that game plays. I mean, Evan Ingram's in a good spot. I This might be one of the few weeks that I pay up for tight end. And Are you going to get more up? 
if if I were to double it up, I would go double with one of those higher priced tight ends. You're talking Kittle and Kelsey. I would go Kittle, Kelsey, or Kittle, Andrews, Kittle, Waller, something like that. And I mean, because at that point, with 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 the tight ends that are priced up that high, they're priced up that high for a reason, and it's because they're getting that many targets and they're that big of a part of the offense. So it's basically like you're paying. 6.4k for a number one wide receiver instead of the 7.5k or 8k that you're paying for other wide receivers right so you mentioned um if that game goes where are we at steve i want to hear where you're at with the uh current covid situation obviously uh tennessee is just a mess right now with it i'm wondering what's gonna happen in tennessee like repercussion wise like i think they're what, like, what have you heard that they're gonna do i want like speculation of like they're gonna make an example out of them type shit i mean they got i mean it baffles me in this day and age when people are like oh let's just get together over here and nobody's gonna notice that we're a bunch of huge ass men practicing <laughs> on a, a grade school field and like kids are taking pictures of us come on like, what they, like I don't get that. Like nowadays, like where there's so many cameras, it's like, come on, people. They'll never notice. Yeah, You're right. Like, let's wear the grade school jersey. They'll never notice. I don't know, man. You know, I was uh, big on thinking that the the season was going to be fine. I'm not so sure now. Well, I still think the season's going to be fine. The the Titans. Steve, you said they may make an example out of them. What do you mean? You think they're going to forfeit a game, or you think they're going to make them like take the season off? No, like draft picks and shit like that. Yeah, I have heard the F word being thrown around here and there. Yeah, no, I've heard. I've totally heard that too. Like, hey, you got to forfeit this game, but then like the repercussion comes. Like, well, the Bills players don't get paid because they didn't play the game either. And it's like, well, it's not their fault that they follow protocol and. You know, I mean, I also, like, I think that everything's going to make, it's funny. They're like, okay, there's been four tests. We're going to move it three days later and they still play it. You know, yeah, it's I like, know. what do you mean? Like, like, that doesn't make any sense, but. Well, the crazy thing. The NFL hiding cases just so games can go on because billions of dollars you're talking about. Yeah. You're and the so, crazy. Th- and so later down the road, they're willing to pay. million to make a billion dollars this year. Right. The crazy thing was the Chiefs played New England, and then what's his name from New England, the defensive back? And Mahomes were making out in like 50 yards. Right? And Mahomes' girl is pregnant. It's a whole mess, man. I don't know. I go back and forth. It's an emotional roller coaster with me. There are times where I go, oh, it's so much money. They're definitely going to make it through. And then – 12 minutes later, I'm like, this is going off the rails in real time and I'm watching it. I don't can know. I just, can I just interject here for a quick second and say, anybody that doesn't know Brady, this is very normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. I waffle a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> All right. Okay, I think we got some good picks laid out. Steve, how'd you do last week overall? Horrible. Okay, me too. Joe, to that. You, really? All of us? Yeah. We should have a podcast. We, we, we're going to call that the uh, COVID week. 
the Dumpster Fire podcast is called Dumpster Fire Sports for a reason. Don't forget the Listener League. Find us on Twitter, Dumpster Sports, and we'll put the Listener League. I think we also have a Facebook message board, too. Brady, don't don't forget to tell them that for $1, you can pay us for picks not to pick. Yes. <laughs> we will send you our lineups. You can avoid those lineups. Yes. So send us a dollar. We'll share our lineups and you'll know where the frosty plays are. Yeah. <laughs> We're like Sly James, bro. We keep it frosty. We'll show you what not to pick. Local, That's how good dude. we are. <laughs> we know. We project them losers, bro. That's what we do. All right. For the whole Dumpster Fire Sports Squad, find us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. Join that listener league. He's Shark Daddy. He's Big Doe Joe. JKNKC on Twitch. Um, Until week six, when we get back here and cry about our picks, um, we're out. Have a good week. Good luck, fellas. Don't get COVID. Good luck, man.